Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we get to discuss my favorite thing, <laughs> vaudeville humor. <laughs> in, you love vaudeville. In an episode called... <laughs> Whispers in the wings. <laughs> you are the whisper beneath my wings. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's get this going. Joe begins oh, with the Minute Max, <laughs> where he tries to sum up the plot of the episode in 60 seconds. No one told me it was my turn, and how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> okay. Whisper in the wings the hearts are in new york city and they're preparing for an amateur theater show (laughs) variety review to help orphans for once in their lives and the director is being a major dick but we start the episode by uh the hearts trying to meet the director at the theater and there's a man on (laughs) looking at security cameras of them arriving and typing commands into his computer like a hacker to control the building uh so sort of like death spa he convinces everyone that the theater (laughs) the theater is haunted via his computer tricks and gadgetry uh he climbs a really tall ladder to try to kill the director by making a wire shoot across the stage and electrocute him but it doesn't kill him uh and then he finally because jennifer looks like an actor that he was obsessed with so he goes to her dressing room to kill her but then jonathan chases him out and he climbs up the tallest ladder you've ever seen in your life and he falls and dies (laughs) (laughs) is that what happened yeah (laughs) oh gosh okay um ellen take it home all all right (laughs) whispers in the wings (laughs) so the hearts are going to be participating in a children's charity variety show performance directed by their friend elliot bauman They go to meet him at the theater and there is a voyeur that works at the theater and he's watching some black and white CCTV footage of an actress that looks kind of like Jennifer a little bit. Her hair does anyway, looks like season two, Jennifer. And so um, apparently he's like, I'm you're in love with him, but I'm in love with you. And there's a cake. And then, of course, we find out later, like he murdered her, but everyone thinks (laughs) she killed herself. So then he is like reverse scooby doing it like scooby donting it (laughs) and convince everyone that the theater is haunted by her ghost he dresses up as an older man named mr perry which is really disturbing he controls everything in the theater like it's war games by typing the commands in and hitting enter it's really crazy there is a very conspicuous murder ladder i mean shit just goes sideways everybody (laughs) He does Scooby Don't hit. He is full Scooby Don't. <laughs> Scooby New. Scooby New. Scooby No. Oh Christ. Okay. Me 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 me. Whispers. Whispers in the wings. <laughs> uh, the hearts are part of an amateur benefit show. One night only. Uh, <laughs> it is directed by a person who is the only other person that knows it's a 
terrible piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> there is a phantom of the theater that they are in, <laughs> which is not called the paradise, but what a missed opportunity. Yes. Uh, agreed. He looks like Bobo Jeff Bridges. He uh, is doing Tron stuff with a, with a computer <laughs> console, locking and unlocking doors. Um, He's trying to sabotage the play because he was in love with this actress that he murdered and (laughs) bought a cake for. And I still don't understand what the fuck that was. Uh, But he maims the director um, (laughs) and, you know, he doesn't get away with it. (laughs) Big fucking deal. The hearts sing two entire songs. Yes. And there are there are lengthy clips of many other songs. (laughs) It's going to come up in rating (laughs) (laughs) musical theater. (laughs) All right, Sislers. The Sisler Family Playhouse. Show us what you got. (laughs) If they do uh, who's on first for one minute, I'm going to fucking shoot. I'm going to go to to I'm going to go to Maryland and they're not Maryland. They're Massachusetts. I'm going to go to Massachusetts and maim them. (laughs) Maiming in the wings. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) The Sisler Family Playhouse probably presents Whispers in the Wings. A creepy stage manager perves that on Jennifer. Hey, buddy, Billy Baldwin called. He wants his video set up back. Sliver! Oh. Some directors freaked out because we Jennifer Cone bought it five years ago. This charity show is for children. Still with us, Heart Squad? Just checking. Rich Harris thinks she can sing, but the hearts ain't falling for that, bitch. Turns out the kindly old man is really our pervy stage manager. This guy should get locked up for thinking Jennifer looks anything like the dead girl. Elliot, Elliot. <laughs> oh, Jesus, AT's involved? Damn. Our creepy stage manager is running the mother of all gaslights on just about everyone. The director of the musical gets electrocuted. Wait, this is heart to heart. You should be dead, asshole. Jonathan Harvestine's command. In this episode, picking your poke gets you 25 to life. Jonathan thinks he's following a druid, but it's our super perv with some Home Depot justice. Psycho confrontation time with super perv breaks from reality, and then the script. Jonathan fights through a massive fever dream to rescue Jennifer. Super perv falls to his death, and the French judge still takes off points for the landing. Darling, are you okay? Uh, I feel, I feel a production number coming on. The uh, end. Uh, <laughs> Sliver. Wow. Sliver. Well I'm, done. I'm really loving the punchy uh, 80s, 90s shout out. Yes. <laughs> what is that? What? What's uh, Sliver? I don't know. Oh, Sliver. Well, oh, it's wow, another, another movie that we're adding to the list. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. It is, it is uh, William Baldwin. And Sharon Stone. It's Ooh. it came out post Basic Instinct. Uh-huh. Oh, and Tom Berenger. And oh, yeah. it's I think it's also written by Esther House, or maybe not. I don't Is know. it about amateur community it, theater? This woman moves no. into a fucking building and it's high rise. High rise building. William Baldwin is voyeur thriller. A voyeur, he has cameras uh, in every room. Okay. It's Watching so bad. Her. It's so, so bad. Okay. Um, it's, it's challenging. Well, we have that, and <laughs> what I the death spa was very similar in plot to this. I mm. agree with you, and I love death spa. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a perv- it's a weird dude making people believe that a place is haunted via computer that can unscrew screws from a diving board somehow. <laughs> That's the power of that computer at that spa. People, we can't say we can't say anymore. Spoilers. Please yeah, watch Death Spa. Uh, I think you've already given away too much. Death Spa is worth your hour and a half. Yeah, it's worth it. Death Spa. <laughs> Death, Death Spa. Thornbirds. <laughs> the uh <laughs> I yeah, it's really hard to know where I mean it's just hard to know where to begin. I sort of feel like, have you ever gotten up in the middle of the night and 
like your partner or whomever is still asleep, but you're like, man, I got to get that thing out of my bag. And so you don't want to turn the light on, but you also like, it's just like, you're just feeling around in the bag. You (laughs) kind of think, you know, like what the thing is, like it's, you've got all those little weird pouches that they trick you into buying to, because supposedly it makes it easier or whatever, but it really just makes everything in your bag seem like it might be the same fucking thing. Mm. So you just end up pulling out and opening every single pouch. Mm-hmm. I feel like that part where you're just like root, 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 and just then pausing because you don't want to be loud is kind of my approach for this episode of the pod. Because I just really, <laughs> you know, like there's some things I do want to find if I'm going to stick with that terrible long-winded analogy. Uh, but I just don't even know. Like, it's just all over the map. I just don't know how to begin. I look to the two of you. Please help. Please help me. This episode felt like help me. <laughs> help me. writer's <laughs> week off. Like, the, it, it was just like, oh, no, we'll just do another one of these. Yeah. Like, sort of, yeah. We can, kill, we can kill 20 minutes. We'll do a Scooby-Doo. With fucking <laughs> songs and a who's on first riff. Like, yeah. are you... The, oh God. We're just a couple of swells section was I, as much as I, I love it. And I do love that song. Actually, <laughs> weirdly, we've been watching the marvelous Miss Maisel and that exact dance number came up in that show. So we've seen this twice this week, <laughs> bizarrely, but zeitgeist. Yes. Uh, but I love that. It's weird, <laughs> but it's like, we, did we need to see the whole thing in this episode? The whole I, Song. I don't know if we need well, to see all it of it. Comes, it comes up just like in terms of the time period of heart to heart, right? So early, you know, creeping up on the mid 80s and you think about the height of vaudeville, right? And it makes sense that there there's like that nostalgic thing, but there's also still very much a living audience that has such affection for those numbers, you know, like yeah. it's just yes. that thread. It's classic. Mm-hmm a classic part of American theater history, Mm -hmm. RJ and Stephanie powers are great at live theater. Yeah. They can sing and dance and do it all and all the things. And (laughs) of course, like those routines show the chemistry, but yeah, yeah, I think it would have been, I would have been okay with one or maybe do a smattering of a bunch of different ones would have been funny. Sure, Like just montage. Yeah. Yeah. To really showcase it. Yeah. A bunch um, of different crazy, crazy outfits would have been fun. Or or take advantage of the fact that it's an amateur benefit show. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they kind of halfway go there with Raquel, whom I love. Right. Raquel Who's was great. my favorite uh, character in the entire amazing. episode. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, obviously, uh, Pretending to not be able to sing, yeah. which is right. fine. She also was like pretending to not be able to dance until the final number when it's like, oh, you're the you're the dancer in this group of people. Um, <laughs> and she looked incredible. I wish they would have leaned into it. I know this this goes against the Waka Waka rules, but <laughs> if people were terrible <laughs> and it was funny because yeah. people yeah. were terrible, I would have appreciated it more than... Here's a full number yeah. <laughs> by RJ and Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, well, but, but this again, like this is just not my bag. Like this is, this is so far away from my bag. <laughs> you know, I don't like, I don't live in the Ville of Vaud. I don't Correct. like it. Oh, but, and- <laughs> this, but this episode fucks with me. It totally fucks with me because it has things that I do love. Right. Like ghosts. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, even yeah. if it's a not, even if it's a fake ghost, I still love a ghost, and I love ghosty shit. I loved it when he was playing those tapes of Elliot. I love you. That was I great. Know. It's <laughs> like if Shecky Green and Fatty Arbuckle rolled up onto Night Horrors. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. Where it's just like, oh wow. I mean, I think it's fair to say though that although like that outside of the con the context of this episode where I agree with you a million percent, like it doesn't work. And I'm just like made to feel so uncomfortable because of course, <laughs> love the characters, love yeah. the performers mm-hmm. feel personally attacked by vaudeville. <laughs> um, so it fucks with me in a lot of the ways. <laughs> but, but what a, but what a great adorable clip to watch of the two of them outside of the episode, right? Yes. That's great. But also, um, I love it when people have fake blacked out teeth. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) But it just, it went on for so long that at a certain point I was like, man, um, I'm kind of glad that we don't riff on like hobos anymore. Yeah. Among other things. But yeah. Yeah. So, but that's all the ghosty things, yes, 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 yes. So there's a, there's a schism for me, a deep, deep schism. <laughs> I just, this song, though, I don't know why. <laughs> I got to read these lyrics. <laughs> Joe's going to sing the entire gonna, song. Gonna, Hold on. Oh, that's great. Just, just <laughs> like, oh, oh, allow no, me to perform. Just blacked out your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, please stop. No. We're just a couple of swells. No. <laughs> but the lines... We're a couple of sports, the pride of the tennis courts. In June, July, and August, we look cute when we're dressed in shorts. I yeah. love that. I line. mean, that's like you guys' motto. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's just like your LA living. Yeah, when we're at the Eagle, LA we're living. dressed in shorts. <laughs> we yeah. look cute when we're dressed in shorts. <laughs> Oh God! That's the whole song is basically about nothing. It's just like, wh- how do we get down the street? It's, it's about poor people who who walk places. Walk places, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the worst part for me, if we're talking, to, if we're breaking down the lyrics of the swells, is like, oh, oh my God, someone shot their horse. <laughs> that was that was also my like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm missing out on a lot of the class warfare that's occurring. <laughs> yeah, um, in amongst the auga. So <laughs> it's I a- just. It's hard. It's a heavy it's song and it's deep and it's full of uh, history and <laughs> our nation's, mm-hmm. the pride of our nation. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe didn't need to see that whole thing. And then also was so shocked when they decided to go through with the. <laughs> the show must go on. Show but they didn't even on. have an episode where somebody said the show must go on. Yeah. Like Elliot, I fully expect Elliot to say in his, was it his apartment or was it the world's biggest, weirdest hotel room where he's complaining about people sending him enormous bouquets of flowers? Um, what a complex character. Yeah. They, I thought for sure that they would have him say the proverbial thing, the show must go on. But he didn't because probably what that character would be more likely to say is like, you're all terrible garbage people. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to die about that window. He basically said that. He did. He said, yeah, yeah what he, he was stayed yeah, in the I'm scene gonna though. I'm going to get a drink so I don't kill myself. I thought he said, I'm going to go home, make a drink and then kill myself. <laughs> oh, is that I, what he said? That's what I heard. Ooh. And then he's that's, there that's, in the so next That sounds scene. more like Elliot now that you say it, Joe. It, it really does. Yeah, yeah. He is ready to die and it's an amateur show the whole point is that it's amateurs it's in the title of the show yeah and he's not he's not going to work with amateurs he calls them amateurs during that tirade 
And it's like, well, yeah. which they are. Yeah. How, when did, why did he agree to this? Yeah. The, why did he agree to do it? He knew. I they don't were know. Amateurs. There's the great Jennifer gets the great line in though. The great little zing where he's like, like, Oh, the, all these images of the children or whatever. Oh, and yeah. she's like, they're not images. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was good. There's a lot of um, kind of funny back and forth abusive yelling between With Raquel. Raquel. Yes, right? yes, she and says. Elliot. I did. Raquel rules. I did five years of improvisational dancing, and he said you should get five years for improvisational <laughs> dancing. That's I laughed. So I, I laughed good. at that too. That was a good that one. Got me. That's <laughs> amazing. I love that line. Well. Okay, I have to dive in on the Scooby Donting. Um, <laughs> so I do love that moment in time when people just start using like the when it's it's the 2001 meets the haunted mansion vibe, right? When it's like the ghost is in the machine, literally, you yes. guys, mm. and that there is the human operating it, and then there's always the question like the machine takes over and all the stuff, and I love that space that supernatural meets technology um place mm-hmm. but <laughs> it just it just i could have done a whole episode with just that and less of a presence of the variety show yeah. emphasis sort of thing like i feel like we didn't really it, would, it didn't really work because we didn't learn enough about the dead actress for me yeah yes when he puts really, a slide mm-hmm. in the slide carousel and then the dead actress <laughs> I love projects that. onto mirror. Jennifer's mirror. mirror. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? But that's okay. incredible. And I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was that. like, good one. Yeah. I, 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 whis- I whispered from the wings. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so rewrite rewrite corner effective this is actually i'm gonna uh, this one comes from the rewrite deli that's on the rewrite corner oh cool um, yeah, because, I, because, go there, I go there sometimes when i'm uh just craving a little something sweet yes <laughs> we're because we're gonna need to sit and have some coffee with this one mm. <laughs> i think uh i think the possibility of this episode being good like good like a real like a real good one mm-hmm. um, would lie in them killing at least five of the amateur actors uh, uh, systematically. That'd be awesome. Yeah, all you gotta of the go full, full stage door. Correct. Yeah. All of the production numbers should have been off screen. Um, they should have, or if they were happening, I want a, a De Palma split screen to show the unnamed the man Ooh. who yep. dressed as Mr. Perry uh, mm-hmm. setting up traps yeah. Um, or or like more ghosty things. The ghosty things were pretty cool. I was digging. I like the mirror. I love the cloak. I love the whispers. Elliot. That was so yeah. good. Yeah. The cloak was uh-huh. great. The, the way they Cloak's shot awesome. it was great. Yes. So spooky. Those yeah. are the pieces that need to be kept and nurtured. <laughs> so Agreed. I say kill Raquel. I love Raquel, but kill her. They need to be workshopped. Mm-hmm. Like blame the director, then right. electrocute the director. Yeah. Give us clue. I want clue. I yeah. always want clue right. in this yes. scenario. So I I wanted to yeah, I needed I wanted Mr. Perry to be unknown to me mm-hmm. a lot longer than he was. I mean, as soon as I saw him, yeah. my note was Mr. Perry, my ass. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. It's like, it's oh, just Mr. Like Perry to- who just had Botox? Like his face doesn't move when he's <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced. I- <laughs> 
I really was. I thought wow. that was a different person. Oh my god! <laughs> they did a good job. I oh, thought. All right. When he but there the is a up, man who plays Mr. Perry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So there is the actual man, and then there is the p- pulling off the latex. And they got a man face. whose face looks like sort of like a mask, like a latex face. Yeah. because oh. I was like, I think they they put, must have done something. I think they put latex on his face. Yeah, and told him not to move so his that, face very much. Yeah, but it. I was like, is that a mask or is that a real person? I could not tell. No, they, well, they, it was prosthetics. Like okay. they, they, I looked the guy up. It's, that's not his face. Okay. So, um, but it's a different actor. That's not his face. That's not his face. Um, I, I, I love the weird, like lavender smell thing. I yep. mean, and you know, right off the bat, we're off to the races in my mind, heading someplace that I really want to go because two of the first things that we see is creepy closed circuit footage of somebody being creeped out by somebody who's obsessed with them. Yes. There's a weird person watching it and then cut immediately to the accessory that everyone like that has, which is the shrine. Yes. Um, So there's the weird (laughs) little side room with the shrine and it's like, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, this is happening. But then it's like, there's two, the shrine looks too much like her weird Valentine's Day looking um, <laughs> dressing room that they put Jennifer in. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the parts about how it smells like lavender and the way that he Scooby don'ts Jennifer by being all like, and she, and like he holds back on it, right? Like, yeah, she liked the orchids and he's all, and mm. her lavender perfume. And Jennifer's all, uh, consider getting up to date. <laughs> or whatever she says yeah it's like when she's walking around in her bomb ass red jumpsuit just kind of like oh being God. creeped out but also kind of having enough and i'm like she's giving me heavy pj souls moment she like, gives really this good. ghost she throws shade at a ghost's perfume <laughs> yeah. it says time yeah. to update your your perfume lavender is a, a little passe Ugh. which i was like jennifer what the fuck yeah to the spirits you say yeah to the spirits Ugh. But you were the one wearing the same showgirl outfit that that dead lady, her photo in the lobby of that hotel. She's wearing the same sparkly top and boa combo. But it's but it's not like she was it's not like they murdered that woman with Jennifer's hair um, in 1942 or something. So it's it's not like, you know, an identical daughter of a nurse that her dad fucked or something. See, and that would have been better even too. Like if it was like, because but, but they mentioned briefly that no one had been in that theater since the death. So this is kind of a they big did? deal. Yeah. They said that? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. So that guy's just chilling there. And the fact that that horrible, his nemesis, Elliot, comes back is just the icing on the cake, yeah. right? Not only Bonus. is there this woman who, holy shit, looks like. Uh, Eleanor, who I murdered, <laughs> um, but nobody seemed to pick up on that because I guess I'm a genius in that one way. Or he but, never left the theater after doing it. Like he, he, I, I got the impression too. that he never left. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he also he's just had sitting no there name. watching that footage. Yeah, ah, which I love. I love no that name. he had no name. Yeah, yeah. self self described assistant stage yeah. manager. And I mean, crime of fashion, which we love. True, not about no money, money. no, no money, money involvement. Which is great. Uh, and the hearts didn't really meet the killer until the end, which is unusual. I, I mean, sort of they did, but he was in disguise. Yeah, they didn't know. So until it they was didn't too late. know him. 
which seems very unusual for our heart to have them because when he came into Jennifer's dressing room, she was like, "Who the fuck are you? What are you doing in here? Yeah. I don't know who the who <laughs> are you." And then, right. yeah, Mr. Perry, when he was Perry. when he was fondling her outfits, yeah. Oh man, creepy. She looked the- good in this episode, <laughs> Jennifer. That oh, she looked great when she. So she's with the sequin gown and the boa. Yeah. They're walking around the theater, mm-hmm. but then there's a shot of her sitting at the director in the director's apartment, and it's like. It looks like a movie oh, poster. Yeah. She looks so stunning. Yeah. Like it's oh, amazing. The outfits are so solid. I mean, like the workout outfit with mm-hmm. the yeah, the striped. I mean, that's always always looks great on her. But then the red jumpsuit with the yes. sweater over the shoulders. But one of my favorite things ha- came during one of my least favorite moments of the episode, which is she's wearing that cool shell top with the graphic, like the geometric pattern on it multicolor geometric pattern on it during the who's on first oh oh, uh so you may have been blinded by your desperate need to uh immediately erase the who's on first scene (laughs) uh from your mind but she's wearing a just a top that i'm like oh i wish i had oh it's it's like black with like it looks like a wonder woman outfit sort of the big w the graphic it's yeah it's just got the super graphics yes really bomb yeah that is really cool yeah yes so the when Jonathan sees what this the Sisler described druid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went with Phantom of the Paradise, but yes, <laughs> druidy. So Jonathan sees like so spooky shit's going down. Uh-huh. We kind of don't really see if they're buying it or not. That the interactions I thought weren't necessarily played for enough fear, you know? Like yeah. Elliot saying that thing, like he's clearly shook, right? And the hearts are kind of like, oh, come on, da da do. But like Jonathan just goes all pell mell after the druid, and it's like, who are you? And I was just like, oh, this is making me feel weird. Like <laughs> he just like chased a specter, a potential specter. And I mean, I guess like that just yeah. goes to show him I'm never going to be girl detective, old woman detective, or anything would, in between because you would get I get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I don't think I would go chasing after them. I might creep after them and like peek around the wall to see what the hell's happening, but I'm not like running all pell-mell into the unknown computerized whatever. We, and walk into the creepy dark room where there's just thousands of statues <laughs> staring directly at you. Yeah, you, would, you wouldn't walk into that room. The hearts are 90% of their lives in that room. <laughs> yeah. But there's something that I think should concern all of us, which is when Elliot goes to the hearts to basically be very put together for some, a man that just like explicitly says at the beginning, I fucking don't want to go back in this place. I don't want to go back in this place. And the hearts are like, Oh, it's cathartic. It'll be like non-screaming assault or something. You're going to like work it through. You're going to face your fears. Mm -hmm. They don't even explicitly say that, but they make him do it. Right. And he's like, okay, I'll just yell every at everyone. Yeah. But he's, so he's, in that fucking theater and feeling all the feelings and then the whispering, yeah, which is freaking terrifying. And he's still kind of like, oh, you know, like they thought I heard um, I <laughs> felt like I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer says, that's all they are, Elliot. Ghosts. Do I need to say it or will one of you say it for me? <laughs> Stop erasing ghosts. Stop <laughs> erasing ghosts. Jennifer. I don't know, but her her admitting that they are ghosts <laughs> is not erasure. It's 
She's ad- additioning. <laughs> She's being very dismissive. She is ghosts. being a bitch. She you're is. right. You're right. That's you're right. all they are. Ghosts. Which to me is pretty much. She's... I'm con- I'm conflating those two. I don't feel bad about it. I was like, <gasps> Jennifer's like, I speak to a thousand ghosts a day. <laughs> all the pe- all the people I've seen bashed like right. their skulls all, bashed all open the on people concrete that were killed by my fa- my papa's rifle company i've or, seen or thousands my husband's of people die. car yeah or my husband <laughs> pushing monks off of yeah, monasteries like, oh, honey i have killed <laughs> so many people i have been an accessory to multiple murders she really somebody has. says the These walls just the walls there's so many things in the walls of the theater it's like that's creepy <laughs> Yeah, and then describes himself as a theater mouse, and I'm like, is he in the walls of the theater? Is that what he's trying? He to He is say? in the yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the cameras, and the cameras, and the computer system that locks doors and unlocks doors. Yeah, security. <laughs> Remember, you, you always have to type in security first and then hit enter. Okay. Yeah, you type <laughs> just English words to a computer, and it knows what you're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely how it computers never, work. It never says syntax error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has had a lot of time since Eleanor supposedly killed herself to work on making that computer program. That the, the Elliot being hounded by this ghost of this theater, not wanting to be there, that driving him crazy to into this rage needed to be developed more. It, for me, it was just sort of off to the side happening. And there wasn't the through line of this haunted theater and this murdered actress or suicidal actress needed to be a stronger core to the episode it just wasn't it was sort of b plot but the main plot was the singing and dancing and it just didn't have that like the central pillar that it Mm. that would have been so fucking great if it did it's obviously Mm. an incredible computerized (laughs) haunted theater it's so Mm -hmm. such a cool idea for an episode of phantom Phantom of the opera is a classic yeah. archetype of yes. yes and it's amazing like what's creepier than the than an old theater right yeah yeah but i think may i wonder if they thought that the contrast was where that would be enlivened like the contrast of the hearts working on this amateur theater thing and really enjoying it and it's like all of the the waka waka and maybe that was going to be like not comic relief even but just like juxtaposed with this super dark mm-hmm. troubling thing that's happening with these other characters. One of whom, like we don't even know his name, which yeah. is really dark. You yeah, know, it's- yeah. I bet every time I bet every time we talk about it in a heart heart episode, that is a missed opportunity for something. I bet it's studio notes that they got that changed it in editing to completely something different that the writers probably wrote what we wanted. And then they probably got all these shitty notes from all the executives that changed the episode. I bet that's what happened. Mm. That's what I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling like we might've had a script that was everything that we want, a a total Scooby-Doo script. Mm -hmm. And I think that the producers were probably like, people don't like the scary ones. This is too scary. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, so if you're going to do this, we have to put vaudeville song and dance yeah. in it to, to lighten the load. Yeah, totally. Like you mm-hmm. need to up the comedy. Cause I like, I can't imagine people seeing heartstruck and being like, "Ugh, not my favorite, but right. I have a feeling there were probably people that were like, eh, not my favorite. You know, that's scary. That's dark. Yeah. And this should be fun. Yeah. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I might in, in that time I might've been with you. 
Actually, no, probably not. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like it was studio notes. And um, mm. yeah. I think so too. I think they just. That's the only reason you would do like. this. Yeah. It just feels watered down a little bit. Yeah, because 1984, it really is a moment where so many, there's so many recent uh, films that play with that idea, right? Like there's a whole, a solid decade of, you know, like Phantom of the Paradise and the fan, Mm -hmm. stage door, like all these things that happen that really like give that to say nothing of like the much longer lived legacy of Phantom of the Opera, right? So it's just like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I believe that. I mean, nobody wrote an episode that is then like in the middle of it. There's just a typed thing that's like entire performance of swell. <laughs> yeah, swell. yeah right? that's that's so you really can't yeah. write that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like <laughs> they just copy and pasted the lyrics to swear a couple of swells. It's almost like they had a template script. Yeah, sort like, of, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, well, yeah, no, this, then song goes here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, again, though, like I, I'm sure that they're also playing like to the audience for the show, right? Yeah. Who love that. And it was still very much a moment for mm-hmm. variety shows to still be a thing on television, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. It, I mean, like there's still a thing everywhere, but maybe not so much the States. So I think it was still just a balance of an opportunity. But yeah. Yeah. I imagine that there were multiple conversations the about most- how it Leading it to where it ended up. The most shocking moment from the episode, pun intended. Oh god! <laughs> when the <laughs> when the director no. when that cable swings <laughs> down <laughs> and hits the director, and he just his whole body starts shaking. That, as he stands yeah. there. incredible moment. Highlight. So Highlight. great. So great. They all freak out. They run up on the on the stage and they drag him away from this cable that's like a fire hose, just shooting about because electricity, yeah. I guess, makes things move around like because that. Because electricity, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they get him away. Jonathan goes down, checks his pulse. Just amazingly, what he says is, "Somebody better call an ambulance." That is not what a heart to heart character is supposed to say after somebody gets electrocuted. They're supposed to say, "He's dead," and then freeze frame. And then go to commercial again. This episode is a real soft shoe. Yeah. Like it's, it's, (laughs) they they weren't gonna, they weren't gonna do that. Like I'm shocked that they had a woman be murdered in the first scene in such a peeping Tom style scene. Like that's really fun. Mm -hmm. It was, even though it was so poorly done. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like I, I always do love this though, when it's like security footage that zooms pans and, yeah. has several coverage angles <laughs> yeah my favorite though is when he was there's in the video <laughs> in the video he puts something over a lens cap of the camera that is actually and the filming. shot is of his hand <laughs> putting something over a camera lens cap that you see on frame oh. <laughs> and then it goes dark <laughs> oh, like weird. that was the kid <laughs> that camera somehow Capturing an image from across the room. Oh, weird. <laughs> and then it was in color when he took it off. 
and it's a visible camera. Like they show, we see the camera and it's like, so people are just like, yeah, that's cool in my dressing room. Yeah. An eighties bank camera. Oh, and what <laughs> there a ton of angles too? Yeah. There are oh, multiple yeah. angles. Oh, yeah. I was, I thought he was watching a soap opera. System. That's what I thought too. I thought he was watching a television, sh- television show when he was watching this, but it was security footage of, I was so unclear about that for so much of the episode Which, honestly, about what that was. He, even that would have been cooler if he was just like, if he never even met this woman and yeah. she actually like died of some other circumstances mm-hmm. and he's just obsessively living in this theater. <laughs> and trying to recreate that moment. Imagining that, like that she said. I yeah. think that I understand why they don't show us that it's him, you know, in that's doing that until he's putting the thing over the camera lens. But oh, that didn't work. Yeah, I just I think there was would have been a better way to do that for the creepy mm-hmm. shock value. You know, I think it they just touched too lightly, like you were saying earlier, on all the different things that could have been been really they could have really punched mm-hmm. and made it just total psychosexual terror yeah. nightmare. So, you know, which would be my preferred, obviously. Also, what did you guys think of the performance of the unnamed creep? I thought it was it was good because he creeped me out a little bit. Mm. Yeah. What? Did you not like it? I want to hear, th- <laughs> hear what Ellen thinks. No, I wanted to hear what you, what you <laughs> say. I, uh, so they can agree, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want okay, to hear what I'm agreeing to. You, you caught us. You caught me. Gotcha. I didn't like it i thought it was really here's something it's like it was trying he was trying something that i appreciate which is trying to make this creep sympathetic and usually when men try to appear sympathetic it's creepy mm-hmm. so that works it makes it makes <laughs> True perfect story. sense True story. but for me the way that it came across and it is maybe the actor's face or something something about or, or it is just like the the content of that character mm-hmm. is so lacking that it just felt weird. Like, are you supposed to be acting like a child right now? Are you supposed to? Are we supposed to really actually feel kind of bad for you, or is this just a poor Norman Bates? Mm-hmm. I think. Well, Joe, do I need to? <laughs> you just need to agree. Repeat that, just, or are just, we good? Can just we say just that. Just say that's how I felt too. Auto, I'll auto copy and paste it, and I'll, yeah, I'll like, raise the pitch like, a little bit. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> I agree. Ditto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really, I don't need to embellish that. And we'll do uh, it with your scores of the episode later on yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, there wasn't enough backstory given the character to allow that actor to give a performance that would be affecting, which is kind of exactly what you just said, but I have more <laughs> to it to add, gotcha. which is that that in other characters that have a similar situation perspective of obsessive and delusional um, belief systems that they're all almost all like they just really chew the scenery in the best possible way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it's like, if you're coming to do something where you become unhinged on a set coming after the guy that played Ray Martin in as the heart turns, like (laughs) it's just, it's just not fair because 
that scene is just like, all right, well, we're done. Like everyone just drops the headphones onto the mixing board and walks out, right? Mm-hmm. Never to return. It's just that actor just didn't didn't get enough um yeah. of, a, of a way in, I don't think. So I don't really blame him because I don't know what he was supposed to be um drawing from, you know. I did appreciate like really my favorite character in this episode is probably that berserker ladder because you notice <laughs> that there's such oh intense God. foreshadowing with the weirdest like it's is that a normal ladder, ladder that, I don't that know. they have in in the theater because i was like whoa okay so it's like really big and wide at the bottom and then sharply it sticks up and i'm like is that like a shaker thing and like, it just keeps like, going, this like and a, going and going like a weird shaker ladder that is old timey it is the tallest craziest ladder and so it was like yes you'll be back yeah delightful ladder but there was just something about the edit on the, his scene where he didn't spend enough time on the ladder flipping out for me either which is not the actor's mm, fault yeah i just feel like even if they'd given him just a few more lines or a little bit more like back and forth or a little more crying or something while on the crazy ladder <laughs> before it breaks that would have made a difference to or, me in some way also. <laughs> or how about a reason to climb the the giant ladder yeah, I know. That's the like, thing. We, we, no, we, I, we don't, just, I don't require that. <laughs> myself. Like, he was straight up like... Suck it, Joe. What, there, was, there, there was nothing up there. <laughs> that was so good. Jonathan is chasing him. They're being the shit out of each other. They hurl themselves onto a, a table, table and, and chairs. Uh, chairs. He almost hits Jonathan with There's a chair. There's a great sequin dress hanging up in the creepy Valentine's Day dressing yeah, room. Everybody sh- punches everybody. They're beating the shit out of each other. And then he runs away. He fully gets away from Jonathan. He knocks him to the ground, runs to the ladder, and then yeah. starts climbing the ladder. The ladder to nowhere. Like, that's You clearly know where that goes. It goes to the broken breaker box, which I guess is right. why the ladder was designed, is to get to that breaker yeah. box, because it's in the, <laughs> the middle of the stage. Just but what was he going to do up there? Like It was already busted. I... <laughs> don't know so there's like no catwalk or no you no, know like, it, he it was just like a king wild. kong moment like he just decided totally. to climb real high i'm yeah. gonna climb real high and i was like are you gonna kill yourself oh, yeah. like just jump off and- it was king kong it was it was beauty that killed the beast <laughs> <laughs> i i'm just glad that he did it because i love that crazy ladder yeah. i you know that some somebody's gonna take something fucked up's gonna happen <laughs> And Crazy Ladder is going to be yeah. the impetus. I'm down with Crazy Ladder. I don't care. I don't need motivation. It's like Crazy Ladder is just there. Isn't that enough? It's like why people climb mountains, right? Yeah, because crazy. it's there. If Run you- up Crazy Ladder. Go as fast as you can. Like a cat up a tree. You like? Why would why would there be after all the things about this character? that don't make sense <laughs> why would he suddenly then do something that made sense yeah that's true yeah, it's a, right it's a Chekhov's ladder for sure <laughs> and they did show Which a is lot better, of it slightly one. easier to decode than an Ibsen ladder maybe <laughs> up for a debate what I was kind of surprised that it was an accident that killed him because he it breaks full, and he doesn't mean it to yeah and it he falls to his death mm-hmm. maybe we assume yeah. <laughs> We never hear do him you, land, so he may have still he's still he's still falling. Still might be on that ladder. <laughs> do you think that this aligns with 
with your thing about like uh, people messing with it, with the notes from the studio, do you think that they might've had the character initially like running up there and jumping? Because there's, yeah. there's like that, that element, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's the, the Ray Martin factor or the Peggy on the ledge sort of thing where it's like, there is often like that back and forth, but, but because he didn't necessarily dig in super, super, like he doesn't go elbows deep on the, like, I'm not convinced about him thinking that Jennifer is the dead actress, you know, like yeah. there's not enough time given. Or just the pathos of what's connecting Jennifer with this actress that her for him. Her hair. I guess. Yeah, her hair. But why? Was, and yeah. re- really under, her hair underplayed. And her and, yeah. Like it was really not. Yeah. Well done. We're given nothing. We are really given. I agree with you. He that actor had nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. It was like you're a crazy person. That's your motivation. You're just crazy and that's what you mm-hmm. have. But the way he did it I did think was a little bit affecting because it, maybe it was because it was so different from other villains of Heart to Heart and just his weird silent just creepiness, I guess. I don't know. I I found it maybe like a little bit more realistic and affecting but mm. i loved also jennifer saying we can help you don't i don't remember she, he's like going up on the ladder yeah she's like she, she says, says i can i'll help you I can, i'll help, I'll help you, I'll help yeah. you yeah. which even in the 80s i feel like that's a pretty progressive thing i feel like is he just tried to kill her he was gonna murder her and, and to me that's that just is proof that in the original script he was climbing the ladder to yes, kill himself and totally, they know it. Totally. Yeah. Is is this like like uh the Dixieland gun? Yes, Dixieland gun. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where yeah, they where it's don't they like edit it out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, no, 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 we can't have another heart. <laughs> yeah. Heart of Dixie. <laughs> heart of Heart of Dixieland? Deep in the yeah. deep in the heart of deep Dixie. Deep in heart the heart of, of Dixie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, fuck. All right, it's time. Or pick your poke. Do I start? You do. Okay, it's our killer, but only when he has Perry's wig on. <laughs> Just the wig, not the not, not the, the face, text. <laughs> but the wig. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's a good hairstyle for you. That was actually to me the creepiest. The creepiest he ever was was when he was just wearing the wig. Just, yeah, yeah, really? just wearing the wig, kind of like Billie Eilish just came from the salon. <laughs> what does that say about me? I don't know. <laughs> oh, plenty. Yeah, a lot. <sighs> Ellen, mm, I don't think it's a surprise. If that's <laughs> um, it's the red jumpsuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. I wish I had that red jumpsuit. That jumpsuit is incredible. Uh, I'm also going with our killer, the unnamed Bobo Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very attractive man. Um, but I do just just for this episode, I would like to say that it's a charity poke. <laughs> <laughs> but will it be amateur? Poke. Is it an amateur charity poke? <laughs> An amateur amateur chair. <laughs> <Charity folk. laughs> 
That's my favorite porn. Oh my god! Those are my, those are my Pornhub search terms. <laughs> Amateur charity poke. This, <laughs> this is him, right? Michael Horton. Yes, he's he's uh, credited as young man yeah. in the episode. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like. There's so yeah, many. That's there's great. there's so many. If I would have just read the description and then the cast and their names, I would have thought this is going to be a great episode. Yeah, but no. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, God. <laughs> it just wasn't. Well, Michael Horton, you had nothing to work with, and I thought I think you did okay with I, yeah. with the nothing that they gave you. <laughs> I just really feel yeah. like I, I I'm sorry, but if Ed Harris had that role, he would have found something to do. Mm-hmm. If uh, mm-hmm. if um, really Julie Newmar had that role, she would have found something to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay. I I don't entire he may have had maybe he had like a whole character that he was doing and they were like no don't do that it's it's crazy or scary or stupid (laughs) but i would have rather have seen crazy scary or especially stupid Mm -hmm. than what we got i don't don't think this the script gave him as much opportunity as julie newmore has as eve or definitely harris has to lose him definitely not yeah he didn't have the opportunity but, but what, about, what about Mimi Rogers and her like she <laughs> she, she does all the craziest shit in that and it's really like but she's giving she, a she's sh- playing normal the entire time and then just doing nutty shit. So it's like there's opportunity everywhere if you take it like even Peggy saying that fucking song and mm-hmm. <laughs> did all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And they gave but- her Peggy's final line. They gave him Peggy's final line in this one when he says liar before mm. lunging at her. Which is a, a classic, the classic uh, arc <laughs> of the uh, delusional obsessor, right? But what if um, Robin had in the middle of her episode just like five hours of vaudeville uh, <laughs> dancing? <laughs> yeah. is, I think where I'm coming from with that is that just screen time and it may just be that yeah. The Villa Vaud stuff seems like it's a really long scene, and maybe it's not a really long scene. That's three a great times. But I just think, like, like for me, I just didn't get enough time with that character. So I'm not gonna. I'm not necessarily gonna for myself again. I'm just reiterating. I can't throw shade at that actor because I think that mm-hmm. just didn't get enough enough yeah, something, time to really show us. You're right. What was happening? Something interesting that he says to Jennifer to Jennifer who he like sort of has mentally warped into this actress is maybe you can't love me, but why can't you let me love you? And it's just Mm, twist very. It's like interesting that he's okay with her not loving him, but what does that look like? So that is what's happening though. So just, if you're okay with that, then just keep going the way you're going. (laughs) Keep stalking her. Cause that's what her not loving you and you loving her looks like. (laughs) That's the lifestyle of that choice. Um, at this point, I have to just say, like, can we please get that identical congratulations cake when we end the pod? Yes. Oh, God. Congratulations. <laughs> we'll all hold knives threateningly at also, each other. <laughs> when, he, when he said, here, you cut it, I was like, Jennifer, take that take knife. Take the knife. Take the knife. <laughs> the yeah. first thing you do is take the knife. And then if you want, have a slice of cake. It's yeah. there. <laughs> How long has that cake For been me, there? 
Is it been there <laughs> since that woman died? For me, it's like, take the knife, cut him. And then when they uh, ask you what happened, say he said to cut him. He said to cut him. <laughs> said cut it. Yeah. Here's Okay, here's my final rewrite. She takes the knife. <laughs> she stabs him. Jonathan runs in. They hug. Freeze frame. Next scene is her in a bubble bath eating the cake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like red filling. And them saying like, out of it. well, the show went extremely well considering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so. And then Freeway comes in. The end. <laughs> yeah. Coming back to the, to the director who deserved to die, not getting killed by the electrocution. I think they did that too so that they could have the musical number at the end. Yeah. Because if the director died, they would have to cancel the show. But if this murderer creep dies, it's like the show can go on, you know. Did Mr. Perry have a job? He was a security. <laughs> he must have been the main stage manager. So they yeah. didn't have a stage manager? <laughs> but because the young man is describes himself as being the assistant stage manager. Yeah. And oh, he says what his job is. He says something like I'm the, he was the assistant ma- I'm the no, but Mr. Perry actually says what his job is. Oh, yeah. When when he first comes out of the wings, when Jennifer's bowing, he t- he says what his job is. So he's he works at the theater. He's like, oh. So do do we, are we to believe that he <laughs> that the that their real Mr. Perry is still alive? Oh. This was is another. There, was, this is another massive gap. He was wearing his face. Was there? A, was there ever a real Mr. Perry? That's. I don't did, think there did ever he kill was. Mr. Perry mm-hmm. and assume his identity. <laughs> the the only thing that gives me pause is that there is a there's an actor credited as Mr. Perry in the episode that's mm-hmm. not the young man. Even though every time we see Mr. Perry, it's that guy in makeup. No, it's it's a different. No, it's actor. not every single time. Okay, so if it's not then I have to believe that the real Mr. Perry is dead and we never got to see that. He's either dead or he's tied up somewhere and we also never got to see that. Or he's fully concocted by the young man, the murderer. But he hired <laughs> he hired a guy named Mr. Perry. No, no, Perry. no. We're saying, when we say there's an actor that, I think we're talking about two different things. Like They have the actor play Mr. Perry and then they have the young man also play Mr. Perry when they do the reveal, right? Mm-hmm. So there are moments when there's a different actor with the same hair and everything who is playing Mr. Perry, mm-hmm. not to be confused with whether or not there's a real Mr. Perry in the within the in the universe actual story, <laughs> right? Okay, so, so so what we're we saying is that there there is no Mr. Perry unless the young man's name is Mr. Perry. There is no longer a Mr. Perry that is not. The young man. The young man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is too or at, was existential there ever, for me. <laughs> I don't think there was ever. I think basically he runs that theater. The young man runs that theater. He has full control. Maybe he owns mm-hmm. it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or the people who own it are away. It's and abandoned. So, so he. Oh, it is? Yeah. Like I. What, how I'm, is that the computer system? I'm doing all of the work for this episode. Yeah. I'm doing all of the fucking work that these writers and the producers did not do for us. He, I'm saying that he was an assistant stage manager. He kills this lady. The theater closes <laughs> because the lady got killed. Uh-huh. He hides in the theater and just lives there and sets up his computer thing. 
and probably and never that leaves. video of her getting murdered over and over again. Yeah. Of and, him murdering her. And then somehow concocts... <laughs> concocts Mr. <laughs> Perry? Yeah. Yeah. I think Mr. Perry is a made-up character by the young man. How does he, how he got involved with the children's charity? I don't know. <laughs> like, who talked to who to get the amateur <laughs> children's charity show at this theater? I'm not sure because it seems like some red flags would have gone off during that conversation because he must have talked to the young man because he seems to be the only person that works at this theater. But so, no, he but probably young man talked to Mr. Perry. Yeah, the young man doesn't exist to anybody. And uh, so Mr. Perry is the would- phantom. Mr. Perry, as the young man, would a million percent do it if he knew that Elliot was attached to the project because then he can try and kill Elliot. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. I don't know. I'm confused. One of the things that I loved that the young man does is when shit goes down after he beats Jonathan in the head with like a two by four or a (laughs) shelf or whatever, (laughs) he's passed out. Jennifer is in the dressing room. The lights go out. He starts playing the audio from there we're just a couple of swells yeah. but with but in with a horrific echo, <laughs> echo sort of way from the theater yeah, yeah. the crazy echoey feedback yeah yes. stuff is just the classic like mechanized haunting right yeah. yes. vibe, which is so good but that was yeah. diegetic sound right so they were hearing their version mm-hmm. of uh, we're just a couple of swells mm-hmm. being played it's so creepy echoey chamber slowed and maybe pitched down oh notch. that's okay so yeah creepy. that's the so other thing great. that's the other that's the other like head nod i will give the episode is that it did a couple of times towards the end evoke the shining mm-hmm. with the with that echoing yeah music and yeah. then walking through this like deserted theater oh yeah which that's great and again could have done that for at least 10 more minutes if you cut those two numbers out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the scene where Jonathan is walking down the hall and the sound is happening, it's just really spooky. And then he sees the, the sliver of light, sliver <laughs> under the door sliver. and goes in. Um, yeah, all really good. All really good. It's, it's yeah, the, it's the what, what could have been. Yeah. Well, should we get to rating? We should. The, the last note that I, the beginning of the episode that I just love is we're shown New York shots of, of stock at the footage plaza. of New York. Yeah, they're staying at the plaza and they're eating a tray of bagels and locks and yeah, cream cheese at night. <laughs> at night, which is so funny and great. <laughs> <laughs> I found that odd. Definitely odd. It I was, eat bagels at night. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> At the plaza. <laughs> I found it a little odd. Not yet. I also found it odd that they didn't go see the new Neil Simon play. They didn't? Yeah. I would have gone to yeah. see the new Neil, Neil Simon. <laughs> yeah. In 1984. Max was giving on. them shit about not going to the theater and they were In both. 1984, what was it? Biloxi Blues? Uh, I think so. Max was being a little annoying, I gotta say. I've never really been annoyed with Max before, but the way he was like hounding them about going to the theater over and over again, I was like, let them enjoy their locks and bagels. <laughs> At night, their evening bagel platter. I, I wish they would have gotten Katz's or something. Like, like I, <laughs> I, I just wanted a more, I don't know. For some reason, the bagels, locks, and cream cheese at night didn't really sit well with me. I don't know why, because it is something that they would do. Because they would be like, oh, God, we haven't had New York bagels in how long? Yeah. Let's do this. But yeah, th- the, so that makes, hearts, it makes sense. love... But- uh- a snack tray. They love a midnight, a late night snack. And then when they were singing the Manhattan, is that what that song's called? The musical we'll take number. Manhattan. They did? Sure. They we'll take Manhattan. I just imagined 
modern day rich people doing that. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Modern day? It, Joe, it's only 1984. I know, but it, I mean, this is just a completely different world, right? I mean, it's just to make the hearts seem fun and open for anything. Yeah. Just this these rich people like the kardashians doing a a thing like this they're these like rich socialites who are doing an amateur theater at a off-broadway it's just an the amateur weirdest. benefit show yeah it's bizarre <laughs> one Variety night only show yeah. that's all it said on the market amateur amateur benefit show yeah one night only that's that is the worst marketing i've ever seen yeah <laughs> it's really weird but it of course will sell out because the hearts are there true i i, I love the song i'll take manhattan so i sort of like to hear it anytime but it's a good song yeah and we'll we'll listen to raquel sing it and raquel's dress is also very great yeah the red column yes dress. i couldn't tell if it was a dress or a jumpsuit the belted red number she looked great in her hair her hair was perfect she was giving me yeah, she's uh, just geraldine chaplin on, vibes and yeah, just totally on point with that. Yeah, uh, page boy vibe, short mm-hmm. page boy, and Elliot and hers back and forth, and him wincing <laughs> while she starts singing at yeah. the actual show was great. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Where she started singing on the spot where a man had died not twelve hours earlier, <laughs> <laughs> where his brains must have still been in the bits of floor. But anyways, anyways, the show must go on. Ratings zero to five hearts. Oh shit! Whispers. It's 4.5. <laughs> I I don't accept that. <laughs> it's a 4.5. You're just you're just trying to improve your grade point average. You're, you're, Everyone no. knows you're, it. This is, <laughs> yeah, I know. This I've is outed, this absurd. <laughs> Joe, just because you consistently rate the series lower across the board doesn't mean you're a bad person. We need to. If you give this move, a 4.5, I am yeah. adjusting we my rating <laughs> to what you'll you'll see. Oh no, I'm going 4.5 because. I, haunted theater episode is just I, I love it even though they kind of fucked it up i still like it a lot more than just the generic other heart to heart episodes that we've gotten that i've rated lower because it's still and i do and i kind of enjoyed watching them do were just a couple of swells <laughs> even though it went on for way too long i kind of like that and i like and it feel it felt uh synchronistic because we've just watched that performance so uh i love the hearts in the dressing rooms putting on a show and just getting ready for to do this show it's so they're so out of their element and the haunted shit that's happening the theater the jennifer seeing the actor appear in her mirror (laughs) after he puts a slide in a carousel projector where was that projector behind the mirror in the room somewhere where the fuck was that projector <laughs> but he puts a slide in the projector projects this actor onto the mirror is great i love that stuff so as much as as much as it's a missed opportunity for a lot of other things it gains a lot of points for just being a cool idea of an episode for me wow okay <laughs> ellen i love i love it that you did that <laughs> <laughs> It's a four for me because it is spooky. <laughs> Lots of potential. I mean, for me, yeah. I've been so desperate for spookiness. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. that that's really what this rating says about where I'm at with it is just like even just the idea of something spooky happening 
I mean, it's, it's definitely, and I say this all the time about episodes that just don't quite get there for me or really don't get there for me, which is, it's just like my report cards does not live up to potential. (laughs) Um, You know, but to me, this one has at least has spookiness while not reaching its potential. And that's better to me than a lot of, I mean, spookies are just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Agreed. That's how I feel. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to give it? All right. Well, I'm not going to uh, change my rating to reflect yeah. <laughs> your ra- how I feel your ratings are way overblown. <laughs> You're going to go lower? Uh, I'm going 2.5. I think oh. it's a 2.5. And it's only a 2.5 because of the spooky elements. And that's mm-hmm. it. And the death mm-hmm. of, or the, the electrocution of the director. Yes. Like that got a, an extra half point. That was amazing. But yeah, I, I thought this was... This was the first episode that I've felt was bad in a long time. Really? Yeah. I just felt like Uh. it was lazy. I didn't think it, anytime they do this song and dance thing, it just strikes me as like, we don't have a script this week. What can we, what can we do? Like, oh, these songs are copyright free or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like if they, it would have been better if they were doing phantom, uh, like an amateur production of Phantom of the Opera. And then it was like just that on the nose that would have at least been kind of funny and cute, but this was just annoying. And I know that at the time (laughs) there was this weird vaudeville Renaissance Mm -hmm. in pop culture because people were also watching. I love Lucy again. And (laughs) uh, there's a lot of vaudeville shit in that, but yeah, I, I just, I felt like this was lazy. Yeah. It just didn't, it just didn't glance off me with that level of um, disappointment. I mean, I feel like we're just looking at it from two different sides of the same mirror. Right. Yeah. So for me, but like yours I'm, has a beautiful I'm actress clinging. projected. on it. <laughs> <laughs> I it. And Joe's just like, where is the projector? I'm looking um, at the side of the mirror. <laughs> um, in the other realm, that's where that projector is. But I think that, that it's just a reflection of like our collective love for things like the fan and the stage or in the band of the paradise and all the shit in that it can make it extra, extra disappointing when they don't hit that mark or when they squander it. But for me, like I, this time it just hits me in the way where it's like, Ooh, I can, I just, the wishing is enough is enough for me. I mean, I did, I was before we started talking about it, I was at a 3.5 but I enjoy talking about spooky things so much. That's why I landed at a four. So that's the full, full disclosure there. But I feel like, you know, I'm always going to, going to go with the darkness and the spookiness. I land staunchly in support of Mm. just even trying. I was at a five when we first started talking. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I thought we were all, we're going to be honestly. Oh no. (laughs) But yeah. But then I don't don't think too much about what you guys are going to rate it. Because I think there's, There's been too much, like, I don't know. I think maybe it's like, I'm not, maybe I'm not hard enough or whatever on it. But also I think I have between all of us, I have the strongest negative reaction to the Bill of Vaud and the yuck yucks. So I don't know. What was the other episode where they were in a parking lot and they were doing a vaudeville thing, singing in the rain? It was when they were doing another benefit 
show. There's a lot of Billavod benefits. <laughs> it was like at the yeah. Brentwood Community Theater. <laughs> That's yeah. when tra- didn't trash can attack them. <laughs> there's yeah, there's people's oh, yeah. people's theater people get married and they want you to do a little number, you know. Yeah, shit happens. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. well, whispers in the wings gets ten point five hearts, so it's a heart attack. It's a heart attack, the lowest wow. heart attack possible. Ellen, what oh, right. are we what are we doing next? <laughs> Eric's so upset right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of dumbstruck. <laughs> That's how I felt. I feel on. like I feel like I just came out of sedation. What was the episode I gave a two a couple weeks ago? That's how I felt. And you guys both gave it like five. Long lost no, long lost love we all gave bad scores to. Actually, that was maybe the worst episode that we've seen in a while. <laughs> love game. We gave me and uh me and Ellen gave it five and you gave it a two point five. <laughs> God. I stand by that too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Love game. I don't even remember what happened to it. That the was tennis the, one. The, the tennis tournament. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. The celebrity charity ter- yep. tennis. The amateur celebrity <laughs> children's charity tennis event. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Ellen, what are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. Um, Joe's next five will be. (laughs) (laughs) How the tables have turned. High ratings. Broadway hearts. (laughs) Um, Originally airing on January 17th, 1984. Next week, we're going to be talking about Max's Waltz. Ooh. (laughs) I knew that would get an ooh out of the two of you. Big, big, big Max fans in the house. Uh, Jennifer and Jonathan help Max search for his lady love who has fallen victim to a pair of money hungry crooks. This is going to blow your mind. No, Eric, this is going to blow your mind. Featuring guest star Dorothy L'Amour. What the fuck? Boom. Okay. Who's that? Well, you're going to find out next week. Hope you like her. Yeah, I hope I do too. JK, I don't care. Uh, We're all independent nation states. <laughs> yeah, we are at this point. True. Uh, Max's Waltz. <laughs> Max's Waltz. Right on. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us and hanging out. <laughs> um, Elliot. My last note. It's so corny. But I started typing this note as we were watching. And I was like, this theater has more security cameras than, and I couldn't think of anything that had a lot of security cameras. <laughs> so I said, a Banksy's art show, a Banksy art show. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> so stupid. Because <laughs> oh you had every fucking angle on those dressing rooms. <laughs> Oh my god! There are thirty thousand cameras in that theater. Do you think when he's just hanging out in there, does he ever get tired of watching that video of him killing that lady? And then he just zooms in and out on the old footage onto the cake. No, because I'm assuming every time he watches it, he finishes by eating a cake. Yeah, he probably eats a cake every time. He's probably got a if if he did that, would you give it a five? If actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if they had spent any time at all on that character and made him oh, made him eat a cake yeah. every time you watch that video, I would be all about it. Yeah. And by and by that character, you mean that crazy uh, Quaker ladder, right? <laughs> 
which that Quaker ladder is going to be the star of the next a 24 horror movie. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, You're welcome. You can, <laughs> if you want to weigh in on this nutty episode, email us at it was at gmail.com yeah, or you it, can write to us at, uh, on Instagram or Twitter at it was murder pod. Uh, also give us a follow. What do y'all think of this episode? I'm very curious because this is a divide that we don't usually get. I feel I'm usually not the one. Yeah. You're usually not I'm usually the, not the one. Yeah. But this one, I don't. Yeah, I do know it, it wasn't good. So it didn't work for me. <laughs> or um, you're finally feeling strong enough to rate on your own. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to agree with one of us. As long as me and Ellen agree on uh, the, the performance of the nameless. Yeah. <laughs> the nameless you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> Uh, if you want to watch this episode, I, which I can't understand why you would, uh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you, you want to go lower wow, on your rating? Wow. That's not a 2.5 rating. Google the title whispers in the wings, heart to heart. And that episode will come up on, on your Daily computer Motion. screen and you can watch it. Uh, but I recommend that you do Max's Walls instead, because that's what we're going to talk about next. And <laughs> you can rate and review us. No. Wherever Ooh. you are oh. listening to this. Uh, <laughs> Each of us individually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like for you to do a cumulative rating <laughs> of five stars <laughs> and um, write something nice. Ugh. <laughs> the way the sound tonight is kind of like cutting in and out. That made me think that Joe said he. Um, it also delightfully um, made me hear you say, um, oogle us. Oogle us. <laughs> oogle us. You can also oogle us. You can ogle us through your security <laughs> cameras that you have yeah. in our dressing rooms. <laughs> Just don't put a lens cap on. Yeah. And what's the catch ratio? There's this theater has more security cameras than Chuck Whatever. Berry's bathroom. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. <laughs> um, what else? <laughs> I think that's it. We didn't get any. Fr- we got no freeway today. We got zero freeway because he's not in New York. Yeah. So I hope that he's with Susie. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway.